Welcome to It's My Pleasure, the podcast that teaches you how to have a higher quality sex life, where I share cutting edge research in neuroscience and psychology, relatable stories, and practical mindfulness-based skills so that you can maximize your pleasure potential and unlock more awareness and energy in every area of your life. I am master life coach and mindfulness expert, Danielle Savory, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. I am. Hello, and welcome to episode one. Oh my goodness, here we are. I have been so excited about creating this podcast and really creating any podcast for years, and this seems like an absolute dream come true. Also scary, but mostly exciting. So thank you so much for joining me. This podcast, it's my pleasure, and it is my absolute 100% pleasure to finally offer this to you and for you. I created this podcast for a ton of reasons, actually, but one, because I think that it is so important that this, our pleasure and our pain when it comes to sex and sexuality and the way we relate to sex, be something that us women can talk about in a safe environment, but also because there are very few places I felt like it was being talked about in a way that truly piqued my interest and my curiosity and satiated that. So here we are. I'm creating this for myself and also for all of you. So thank you for joining. This discussion is, in my opinion, so important because there are so many women out there in this world who aren't having that good of sex. Or maybe it's okay, uh, but they know it could be a lot better. And they aren't even quite sure how or what that might look like. So if this is you, don't worry, I've gotcha. And also, there are many women who aren't really having sex at all. And again, if that is you, I see you. It may seem like another to-do. The desire might be lacking, or you don't see the use and the urgency to create more pleasure and passion in your life. Maybe it's they want to go in and try and access this connection with themselves, but You find it's nearly impossible to do so. Tapping into the femininity in a sexual way may seem so far out there, so not you. You may even be wondering, is there something I'm missing here? Am I normal? Am I doing this wrong? What the heck is going on? So my intention with this podcast is to have a unique discussion around sex and women's pleasure, to equip and empower you, my listeners, how to have mind-blowing sex. And I hope that through these episodes, you're able to learn all of the ways that the brain, the body, and your life plays a role in your desire and also the level of pleasure you are able to access. It is your pleasure potential we are striving for here but also how making pleasure and specifically sexual pleasure a priority, striving for that pleasure potential will unlock more creativity, more confidence, more abundance in your business, in your career, more satisfaction, more focus, and more of that awe-inspiring sense of empowerment as you begin to really own your sexuality your way. It may look really different than you're anticipating. It may look different than other people you know or what you are hoping for, but it will be yours and it's going to be delicious because it's exactly what your body wants to gift you. 
because at the end of the day, a woman who understands her pleasure and her potential in this area, a woman who fully understands how to turn her desire on and off, a woman who knows what she wants and confidently expresses it, a woman who has the courage to not only see what she wants, but then to freaking go after it. Well, that woman, that woman is freaking unstoppable. And I want to live in a world where more women are like that. I want a world filled with that kind of woman. That gets me so excited. That makes my whole body tingle and light up. So we will be discussing on this podcast how women can connect with themselves in a pleasurable way with curiosity, with practice, with compassion, and how you will be able to send out that invitation for pleasure to enter, and that invitation will be met with a resounding yes, yes, yes. There will be some talk about tips and techniques, but much of the focus of this podcast will be around all the other stuff that leads to being a sexually pleasured woman that is usually not referred to. So I'm talking about the mindset and internal conditions that allow for pleasure to enter the body, how unchecked beliefs about shame, sexual ownership, sexual objectivity, and beyond have created unconscious thoughts in your mind that are preventing you from experiencing the best sex of your life, okay? So how cultivating connection and safety and vulnerability and flirting with that edge plays a role. How simple things like letting your mind just run amok over something like your partner not taking out the trash can literally kill your chances of intimate connection and last for days and what you can do about it, how to come back, how to reel it back in, how to come back to your own desire and prioritize your pleasure, not as an escape, but as leaning more into who you fully are all parts of you. And yes, even if your plate is full, even if you're busy with your business or your career or you're busy with your family and making a huge impact and difference in this world, even if you are facing chronic pain or illness, and yes, even if you have experienced trauma, mind-blowing sexual pleasure is there for you as well. I know because I've lived through all of these challenges and continuously am able to feel that pleasure in my own body. And I know you can too. I have some amazing guest experts planned for you and I am literally thrilled for what will unfold as this continues to grow. Because I don't want to take up too much time about me and I want to show up more for you, I will be filtering some of my own personal stories and my why with the subject as the podcast continues on. Through my own personal experience with these and countless discussions with friends, willing participants, as well as being a master level coach for ambitious women wanting higher quality sex lives, my plan is to weave these accounts into each podcast and hope that you will might be able to relate a little bit of the story I'm sharing so that you can see that you're not alone, that what you're experiencing is totally normal. It is normal, but it also doesn't have to be the end point. And not only that you can relate to these women and these stories that I'm sharing, but you can be inspired by them. You will learn how you can work with exactly where you are right now in this moment and also 
by loving her, loving where she's exactly at, you can also grow and make it better. Oh my God, you guys, it can be so much better. So what have you got to lose? Really? I mean, the worst that is going to happen is you're going to be exactly where you are having a ho-hum sex life. Like that's the worst. Or maybe it's just an okay sex life where you kind of have a little bit, but you're going to learn some things along the way. And the best that can happen, well, the sky is the limit, my friend. I don't think that I will ever reach my pleasure potential because I'm continuously learning more and more and more. So are you all in for this wild ride into the mind of sexual discovery and pleasure? Woohoo! I can't wait. Okay. So even though I don't want to spend time talking about me, I do want to give you a couple of quick little you should know sort of things before we move on. My approach in talking about sex and pleasure is very much grounded in my background, my educational background of both biology and neuroscience. I am totally 100% down with the woo. However, that is just not the language I speak in. I love and appreciate all of the experts who refer to the goddess within, the feminine and masculine energies, etc. And I will most likely have some of those people on here as guests for the show. However, my vernacular is just different. It's just a different flavor. It's not out of disagreement with this approach at all. It's simply a way that I love to talk about this subject. And um, perhaps it's different than some of the voices that you've heard out there. I am a mindfulness teacher and speaker, as well as a mind-body coach and a sexual mindset coach. Uh, My minor in college, interestingly enough, was philosophy with a focus on world religion. And to dissect that even further, my mentor was a Buddhist monk. So really, I minored in Buddhist psychology and the contemplative wisdom of the past. You will find this ancient wisdom woven into the practices and techniques that I recommend here. They are in no way religious. Part of my healing path that you'll learn later was to dive deep into meditation and mindfulness about 10 years ago. My journey to embracing my own sexuality has been a journey of deep wounds and ecstatic wholeness, and I hope to share some of those parts of myself with you over the course of this podcast. Also, as far as language goes, I will try and be as specific as I can so not to cloud the conversation. So when we're referring to like a vagina or a vulva, I will make sure that you understand exactly what it is that I'm talking about. My husband and I have been together for 16 years and married for 10. I have two young kiddos, two girls. Uh, My professional experience with coaching around sexuality has been with women, though their sexual orientation has varied greatly. But today, let's go ahead and dive into your own pleasure, your brain and your mind. That is your sexuality at large. So what is the main part of the body you all think about when you think about sex? So for most of us, when we think about incredible sex life, we don't normally think about the brain. Totally get it. I mean, really, it isn't that sexy of an organ. I have held one before and it is... Well, it's just not really that appetizing. It's kind of like spongy and gooey and gray. But this is where the magic happens. And that three-pound hunk of meat behind that thick skull of yours is where the earth-shattering orgasms occur. 
A little side note here, when I'm talking about the brain, I really do mean the actual hardware. When I say the mind, I'm meaning that thinking part. This could be both the subconscious or the conscious, but it is what I like to think of as where your thoughts happen. So the brain, firing of synopses and neurons are creating the thoughts of the mind. Okay, you guys with me so far? Okay, so the brain is where sensation is processed. Therefore, the brain is also where orgasms or sexual pleasure occur. Oftentimes when we speak about sex or desire and so forth, we refer to the actions, the behaviors, the things that we are doing either to have great sex or no sex at all. So maybe if I just you know, orient my body this way? Or was it two fingers or one I'm supposed to use? Wait, where's my clit again? Someone said it was a little bit for, oh, okay. That's all great, but that is only a very small smidgen of this story. We are talking about all of the other things that actually lead to arousal and desire. Researchers have now shown that your sexual pleasure is based on a dual mechanistic model of the brain, like an on and off switch. I like to think of it as like hot and cold. So when you are just at the right temperature, that is when peak sexual pleasure occurs. The hot switch says, go for it. And well, you're ready to go. And the cold, not so much. This could go or not go is based on a number of factors that are rooted in sexual stimulation. Some may be in the body like touch or kiss that is sexually relevant or what you have considered to be sexually relevant from your experiences, while others could be visual. And then the big daddy we don't talk about when it comes to sex is our internal emotional landscape, which may either be a yes come at me. I want this or no. I prefer you don't touch me. Actually, don't even look at me, but please, could you take out the freaking garbage already while you're avoiding being in my bubble? Right? So we all have this, this on, off the hot, cold. This is part of your brain, my friends. And if you are listening to this, you've got one of those too. So you do and fact, have both this hot and cold mechanism. But where we begin to differentiate is how much hot and cold we are, how sensitive the mechanisms are, and when they are activated and when they are not. Now, it's easy to think you may be doing so like, oh, I just don't have so much hot. That is my problem. And you may be right. But researchers have gone deep into this, and it is actually more likely that women just have a very eager and sensitive cold button. That's the issue. All the other things that stand in the way and say, hell no, or simply no thank you, that's the mind is what turns on the cold water faucet. The mind says it might not be time, nor the place, nor a good idea for a sexy time. And in order to have the ultimate pleasure and sexual arousal, we need to have just the right temperature, not too hot that we are scalding and going about our lives with reckless abandon, and not too cold that we are frigid as a witch's TT. Let me retract that last statement as a witch's tit. Why on earth would that even be cold? That is like total patriarchy written all over it. That witch's business that just because she loves to be in the woods and create magic that she must be a super desirable and not even getting some. So we need to stop with that story immediately. 
obviously that is part of the problem here, folks. So let's go back. You also don't want only your cold water faucet on, making you frigid as an ice cube. Not a witch, an ice cube. It's a very neutral cold thing. But the mind and the thoughts with the mind are what create the emotional landscape of who we are, and that is going to affect our bodies, our desire, our arousal, and will oftentimes override the hot water if we aren't even aware of it. So even when you think about how most of us operate in this modern world, most of us are in this chronic state of stress always at a low simmer, our brain will begin to perceive almost anything as a threat, playing into the already stressed out state. So whether it's your neighbor letting their dog shit on your lawn or a well-meaning bun squeeze from your partner as you wash the dishes, these are all going to go through your brain as threats. So this is where the work begins, to begin to unpack all the ways that both internal and external stimuli and beliefs play into how we experience pleasure and our sexuality, to decide how you are going to go about approaching yourself and your pleasure. But the good news here is that once you do become aware of your sexual tendencies, when you do become aware of how your unique mind, your beliefs, your fears, your shames, your curiosity play into this, we can mindfully and purposely work on creating that perfect temperature in your brain, in your body for pleasure to enter. You can cultivate the mental resources needed to even observe the thinking that is getting in the way of you having this mind-blowing sex, this mind-blowing sexuality and connection and inquire its legitimacy in the context of your desires. Your own sexual experience at any given time will be determined by a multitude of factors, including your mood, your emotional state of the day, the week, your entire history, what is present around you, how safe you feel with yourself, your partner, the place you're getting it on, other external circumstances such as temperature of the room, if you can hear your kids or not. It matters at the time that you're engaging in sexual activity and it matters leading up to it. So just to illustrate this a little bit, let's think of sex as a metaphor for a moment. Let's say you've just been invited to this party and you really want to go. It's promised to literally be the party of the year. And upon hearing all about the pleasure you will be had at this party, you get super jazzed. You can't wait. Perhaps you go and get your nails done. You buy a sexy outfit, you get the shoes, and the night comes for the party, but you've had a really hard day. You received some shitty feedback from your boss. You lost tons of time in traffic. Your kids are having meltdowns or your dog or your partner, whatever. And despite the fact that you know that this is going to be the bomb.com party, I don't even think people say bomb.com anymore. It's going to be lit. That's what the kids say, right? (laughs) It's going to be lit. You just don't feel like going. Your desire has decreased. Your brain is searching for comfort in the moment, and the effort just doesn't seem to be worth it. Now, say you do actually get to the party. Whether or not you enjoy the party is based on a multitude of factors. Is the room cold? 
who is at the party, what kind of conversations are being had, what kind of music is the DJ playing, but also how you feel about all this stuff, how you feel about you. Are you feeling insecure? Are you feeling confident in your ability to dance or having engaging conversation? What are your thoughts about this kind of party? And what are your thoughts in this moment? So with sex, it's just like the party. Your sexual experience will be based on all of these factors, the moments leading up to sex, the invitation to have sex, the sexual actions, as well as the sexual experience itself. And this desire and arousal will depend on how sensitive your brain is to being turned on and being turned off. Ladies, all of it matters. It goes so much deeper than most of us even realize. So to summarize, the introduction part of this discussion is that what you are thinking about sex or your day or your partner or yourself or your pleasure matters, both in desiring sex in the first place and then once you have begun to engage in sexual activity. Because your brain, like all brains, are made equally with the mechanisms and parts that will allow for sexual stimulation and satisfaction to occur. One part is that turn-on part, and one part is that turn-off part. And in addition to sensations experienced in the body, these switches will be influenced by your mind. So again, I want to reiterate for you here, right now, regardless of where you're at, regardless of what you think is the issue, know that you have all the same abilities in you that produce amazing sex. And with that, you are presented with a huge opportunity to learn more about yourself so that you can approach sex with confidence and curiosity. And this is going to result in mind-blowing sex. Now, you may be wondering how. You may not even know where to start. But I promise you, we will get you there. One step at a time, you will learn how to know yourself so intimately and exactly what it is you need to light up. I promise, continue to listen and you're going to learn how to be a woman who loves all of herself and wants all the pleasure that is available to her. As you dive deeper and learn how to create the internal resources for yourself, you're going to begin to cultivate into your nervous system what is good for you. You plant the good. You become fulfilled in more ways than one. And you learn that becoming more sexually satisfied goes way beyond sexual pleasure. It's going to connect you so deep with yourself and make you aware of all the ways your thinking mind might be keeping you from experiencing all of the good in your life. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for joining me on this first episode. This is It's My Pleasure, and it has been my pleasure, and I hope it will help you find yours.